All right. Hey, Music Pro Daily family. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you're new to the show, Music Pro Daily is where professional music producers talk about the business side of their careers. And our mission is to make that stuff just way less taboo to talk about and do it in a way that is real and valuable to all of you. I'm your host, Daniel Grimmett, and this show is brought to you by my company, Dark Label Music. Dark Label is a private business support community specifically designed for professional music producers. Our community consists of esteemed individuals ranging from multi-platinum Grammy-nominated producers to renowned music YouTubers and music tech founders. Our main objective is to foster an environment where members can collaborate, support one another, and cultivate long-term careers while launching new business ventures that provide financial stability, creative freedom, and lifestyle flexibility. Check out darklabelmusic.com for more information about that. So today I'm speaking with one of our clients. He's a super talented pop music producer over in London who's been around for a long time. He came to us about six months ago in a situation that many working music producers find themselves in but are kind of scared to talk about. Despite being connected in the industry and having a lot of work, this producer was stuck feeling like he was overworked and underpaid and couldn't break past a certain income barrier, which after five years will really start to wear on you. Everything looks great on the outside, but on the inside, not so much. But the good news is that myself and the community here at Dark Label helped him fix this problem, and he's been brave enough to talk about it to the public, which I appreciate. You'll learn a lot from this one. Enjoy the episode. All right, man. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for hopping on and doing this. You're welcome. All good. How are you? I'm well, dude. Well, hey, why don't we start with, you know, who you are, where you're from and and what you do? Yeah. So I'm Imad, um, Palestinian, Italian, living in London, uh, and I'm a pop music producer. Awesome, man. Well, hey, describe your situation before you came to Dark Label, just so people can kind of say, okay, where was where were you at before you sort of came in and started uh, working with us here? What was what was going on back then? What was going well? What were you trying to fix? Fill us in on that scenario. Sure. So I was uh, I've been full time producer for since 2017. So that was like what that's five years. It's been five years, and um, although I've been doing it for a while, um, producing here in London full time in my own studio, but I think I was overworked, completely overworked, and underpaid for sure. So I was doing like 12 hour days, six days a week. I'm making about 3K, 3,000 pounds on average every month. So, you know, I wasn't in the best place. I had work, um, a healthy flow of work, but it, I was just constantly churning out um, songs and it was too much for me, you know? Overworking also meant that I wasn't really improving as a producer. I felt like I reached a point where I wasn't really improving. Um, and especially my business wasn't improving. So I felt like I was spending 100% of my time, you know, producing songs just to be able to make enough money to then go on to the next month and do the same, you know, and not really putting any money aside. Um, so, yeah, to me. Yeah. And trying to balance, healthy- you know trying to balance writing camps and stuff like that as well. And, um, do exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to balance things that 
made money on the spot and things that didn't, you know. Um, and because of where I was before, it felt like I just did nothing but work, really. And I knew something really had to change, you know. Um, another issue that I had before was I really had no no way of finding new clients or new artists to work with. Um, I was lucky enough to have people find me, but it gave me a lot of anxiety because I never knew if that was ever going to stop or will it stop, you know what I mean? Or if it slows down, um, if I go a month without any new person contacting me, then I'll start thinking to myself like, okay, I don't have any new, new clients that are coming in soon. So like, what am I supposed to do? So that anxiety was also quite hard to deal with. So yeah, so I knew something had to change. And that's kind of what prompted me to contact Dark Label. Yeah, man, I appreciate you sharing that because it's like a super common like place for a lot of working guys to be. Not I'm not normalizing it, but it's just a situation that we hear all the time. And I think, you know, in the public eye, it looks like, oh, that guy's like crushing it and is really good and really talented. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah of course. Like, <laughs> sure, you are, you know, but like there's always more to the story. And uh, you know, so it I was unsustainable. Yeah. I think when it, I when I explain my situation to the people in the industry, they would always say like, oh my God, you're working as a full-time producer every single day and you can afford your own studio, you know. So therefore you must be grateful. And I was grateful, of course, but it wasn't sustainable at all. Like if I didn't change, I don't think I would have continued because, you know, taking very little holiday and basically just ignoring every other aspect of my life is not worth it, you know? Um, so I knew that I had to change or else I, you know, I wouldn't have known what to do, you know? So yeah. I was always very busy, but going in the wrong direction, basically. Well, I'm being grateful about it. That, that even adds a whole nother layer. Cause you're like, I feel like I should be grateful at the same time. I'm not pumped about mm -hmm. this. And then you get all, you know, <laughs> headstrong exactly. about that, that stuff, man. <laughs> exactly. I always get this. I'm like, Imad, you're such a busy producer. You must be amazing and i'm like yes but at the same time i wish i could go home <laughs> you right. know at a reasonable time and be able to spend time with friends and 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 play some video games you know so definitely it's not the end all for sure i know it's, it's like the right time for the bar is set so low it's like well as long as like the bills are getting paid and you're working all the time making music like aren't you happy isn't that the life and it's like you know god forbid that you want stuff that you would have from like you know a normal career right some time <laughs> off you know some investment some things like that it's uh absolutely and I, it was hard to put money aside as well actually impossible to put money aside so that was also a big issue like it's tough to especially when corona hit and having very little money in the bank just showed me that everything could be possible and anything could happen at any time so some sort of security would be is important you know how did you figure out, because we'll talk to a lot of folks in this situation, sometimes what's tricky about is that, you know, if they're if they're unable, if they don't have a lot of resources to invest in fixing the problem, fixing the problem is, is slower. Sometimes we can't we can't help them. Right. Um, hmm. How did you figure out, given that circumstance, how did you figure out how to invest into dark label and get this fixed? How did you make that work? Uh basically i would say the first three to three months that we started working together so i ha i have saturday off at least i've had that um and so then i 
stop taking Saturday off. <laughs> and Saturday was my dark label day, basically, where I spent a lot of my time just improving, you know. And I knew that uh, it was going to help me soon, it was going to help me to get my time back and money back and everything back. So to me, it was an investment that was that was easy to make because I couldn't wait, you know, to get down and to change things and to improve things. So I I just took basically took no time off for for a couple of months. It was that simple. But what about even investing in it in the first place, like getting the money if it was kind of month to month? Did you have a little set aside? Did you do something else to do it? Or if you don't mind me asking, I don't know. We've yeah, never no. about this. So I'm just curious. Yeah, no, of course. So I guess it was super cutthroat, I'll be honest with you. Like making the payments, being able to afford everything plus the dark table meant that, you know, I was very cutthroat with my own expenses. Everything had to go down. Um, I found someone to take the studio once a week. That Saturday that I wasn't in the studio doing, because I, I doing dark table things, all I needed was my laptop really. So, you know, hiring the studio out on a Saturday as well, just gave me a little bit more money. And it just meant that, in that time, I really had to be very careful with my expenses. So I could afford it. I, I, I always could. But to be honest with you, I've always been good at budgeting. So I just have to make sure that my budgeting was like on point, basically, you know. Maybe we can have you come in and do a little budgeting workshop for the rest <laughs> of the <crew. laughs> Just Excel spreadsheets. That's all it is. Yeah, man. Uh, you had to, get, had to get creative. I get it. I yeah. get it. I've been in the same same situation. Well, that's awesome, man. So obviously, you know, we you've been kind of in the community for six months or so at this point. Um, a lot we can we can do in the future. But uh, what happened? What changed? Um, wins, takeaways. What's sort of the circumstance or situation rather? What does it look like now? So completely different. Like day and night, I'm in a completely different situation now. Where like. You know, I'm not trying to hype anything up. This is just the reality that I'm living. I'm completely different place, basically. Uh, my family has noticed. My friends have noticed. Basically, uh, we've managed. So in six months, we've managed to double my income, um, and it's still raising, still rising. That was our initial goal together, and we've smashed that. Um, I'm working like sixty percent less of the time now, so I just got so much time back, uh, and I use this time to, for either relaxing, playing video games, or doing TikToks, doing still being able to invest in the business side more. Um, so that's the biggest takeaway, really. More money, more time, you know, better projects as well. In general, just an like incredible improvement in every aspect, basically. And the clients that I'm working with are the same ones that I used to work with before. And they've even noticed an increase in value as I have more time for them. You know, as I charge more, it means that I have more time to spend on the songs. So even the quality of the songs have improved because um, I'm, you know, I need to do less songs now than before to make the same or even more of the income. So it's basically just a win-win for everyone. It's massive, massive improvement. And I'd say like the mindset change has been the biggest game changer for me, for sure. Um, I think the mindset change really allowed me to reach these results um and then lastly i want to say that now i would say i have i have a very good control of the flow of new clients you know i know what to do if 
there is a slow time in in the workplace where okay maybe i could get some new clients in i know i have a process for that i turn i i go on and do that basically and uh on the other side i get more people to work with so i also don't have that anxiety anymore of like oh no no one has contacted me lately now i'm like okay i know that what is it so like june like july i know that i have one or two more spaces left so i can go in and start working on finding some new clients um so yeah that's the situation where i'm in and because i know how to find people and how to begin new relationships with people i'm confident with the pricing because i know that if i before if i've got a no from a client that would have been maybe the only new person i would have worked with because i have a lot of repeat customers but it's always good to have new people to work with if if that was a no then that was a no and that's it that would have been i would have had nothing else whilst now you know, I don't mind so much about the no's uh, because I know I'll get a yes later on from someone else that I speak to tomorrow or after tomorrow. Um, so even my anxiety behind the whole business has decreased massively and I feel like I have much more control for sure. Yeah. The situation you're in, I think a lot of people watching this may think that like you're in the ideal situation to grow and there are some ideal pieces about it because you are proven in the market and like, you know, there's yeah. some confidence stuff comes with that. Um, but from my side, this can actually be the trickiest transformation, um, working mm. with guys that are already full-time and then they're trying to grow because yep. it's very hard to get, they're just so used to how they've done it and they almost get like hundred percent addicted to the comfort of what they have. They want to grow. It's not any, for any reason of lack of desire, but it's like a lot of habits to undo versus someone yep. that's starting fresh, you know, they just have to deal with like can I even do this? Right. They're just not proven yet. However, they don't have some of the, you can kind of like train them right out of the gate to just think a certain way. Yeah. Um, so like what, uh, what, what I guess switched in you to, cause you did it pretty well. Like, was it just sort of the pain had gotten so great? You're like, screw it. I'll do it any other way. Or <laughs> what? I mean, what, uh, how did, how did you, you mentioned something about mindset in there, but like, yeah, how'd you do that, man? Um, first of all, yes, the pain was great. Like I felt like I have been doing this for a while now and the results weren't there in terms of how much I was working and how much money I was making. So I knew that something had to change. Like clearly what I was doing was wrong. Um, and in terms of change, yes, we together we've had to change everything, right? Like basically ripped my whole process apart <laughs> and and started from fresh and that was hard and scary um but to me it's like i have to do that or else i'm stuck making very little money and working all day every day i'll lose all my friends <laughs> you know uh not gonna have the life that i want to live and also i feel like when you have more time back i now have time to be able to improve as a producer as producing producing like churning out songs i don't feel like i improve as well as when I'm literally, you know, in front of my door and just trying things out and 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 maybe learning some new skills. So I also thought that if I wanted to step up my game as a producer, um, when I went to these writing camps, I was always trying to understand, you know, where I was. And I felt like, okay, I need to step up my game here. And there was no way of doing it before because of the fact that I just had no time. I think, the, to be honest with you, like, when we started, I had no idea what I was, what was coming up. Right. I knew that something had to change, but then once we've gone into the swing of things, 
and once the mindset change was proposed I w- it just made sense to me i was like okay this is clearly makes sense what i was doing before clearly doesn't make sense it was a, it was like a, a lot of aha moments basically um with all the things that i've learned in dark label there was no like mm, maybe this is i don't i don't agree with this or i'm not sure about this it was like yes clearly this is the way we should i should be doing things <laughs> you know and without trying to sound like i was being mean to myself a little bit of the times i was like look i've spent a lot of times trying to improve my production trying to prove my writing and trying to make connections in london and i've spent zero time on the business side so when i was presented with those things i was like well clearly it made sense because before i was just going with the flow building up my business um, business like processes just as i went without really thinking about them so to me when i when i learned them i was like well this is clearly how i should do things and rip everything apart and start anew and i would also have to do that with the artists that i was working with because this new way of doing things i think the first thing that me and you did was i went back to 10 or 15 clients that i was working with and i had to be like this is how it's going to be right now this is the new way of working but there is so much value that i can bring now so to them they were every single one was so excited i think i think i've lost one or two clients out of the 10 to 15 people that i talked to everyone was like okay i i can see why you are more expensive now and 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 you've changed things but clearly this is for the best you know so yeah that's it that's it your what's your favorite thing about the new version of your uh production business um i have so much more time to spend on things before i was just doing as much as i can as quickly as i can and falling back to my old production um ways of doing things but now i have time to be like i'm gonna try something weird <laughs> and i do this all the time now on every production because i have the time um and you know if if there's things with an artist that are not working out i don't mind because i know that again i have time to spend maybe some artists finish a product quickly some other artists take more time before if a project was taking a long time i would start to get anxious because it's like well i already don't have enough time <laughs> and there was a lot of conflict but now i'm like you know what you know if if it takes longer to work on this artist's project i can and i will just to make sure that we get to what they want to and to make them happy and in the end that's the most important thing that the that the artists are really happy and super pumped for their song you know yeah 100% i can relate to that too when we feel like we don't have enough time to actually do the craft mm. because of the business stuff um yeah it's kind of a bummer it's tricky to sort uh yeah yeah, yeah. it's another big thing of course you know when we started dark label it was all about like get everybody the most money possible you know and it's just over the years just as I've I've learned more about myself and my business and then have just worked with many many more people um it's looking at a more of like holistic the lifestyle design yeah what do you want life to look like you know what I mean yeah. um you can go from three thousand to thirteen thousand a month you know I've ran yeah. production businesses that have done much more than that per month but you ain't going to get there working 60 percent less you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly just finding that balance now you could you could get to a point where it does earn that and you still work 60 percent less like through your catalog maybe i mean there are ways 
to do that, of course, or someone just gets better at business and delegating. The freedom, uh, I think, is important, though, right? Because yeah. that 40% of time back, I can invest it however I want, either by going out with my friends or doing some more dark label stuff. You know, to me, that's not work because that's investing in it. I get that it's work, but it's not production work. So that's important, you know, having that 40% time to be able to say, I'm going to invest that 40%, all of it back into the business, or, you know what, this month I'm going to take a holiday and, and, and relax a little bit. And that's also important, you know, relaxing. <laughs> Have some time yes. off. I agree. Just got back from a little uh, vacation myself. Nice. <laughs> um, so a couple more questions. We'll wrap here. Why mm -hmm. uh, why'd you go specifically with, with Dark Label, with our community? What drew you to uh, us specifically? Uh, I think number one definitely is trust. I felt like, um, you know, I mean, if you think about it, that's why artists choose us, right? Because they trust us. And that's really what stood out for me from Dark Label, from other options. Um, it just seemed like a genuine, trustworthy uh, community, place, company. I had other several meetings with like other business coaches before I found Dark Label. And just to be completely honest with you, they all had very big claims like, oh, you should be earning six times as more and everything. And I'm like, cool, it just sounds great what you're saying, but do you mind backing it up a little bit or who have you worked with? And it just felt like I didn't really trust anyone that I've talked to before. It felt like they were all kind of selling to me. Um, and then when we had our call and it seemed like, okay, this guy clearly knows what he's doing. Um, and it's something that's has been going on for a while. And I think the the thing that really got me through the through the gate or like the decision maker at the end was just the extensive list that you have of people that you've worked with. You know, as soon as I saw that and that I could contact them if I wanted to, I didn't in the end, but I know I could. Just shows me that there's people that trusted you enough uh, and that are happy with their decision. So to me, that's the most important part, really. You know, you're proven, basically. And so I trusted that. And of course, our call was really important. You know, I got a really good vibe from you, from you, from our first call. So I thought, okay, it seems like Dan really knows what he's saying and probably going to be able to help me for sure. The expectations piece is, is important, I think. And again, it's just like understanding someone could earn six times more. It's like, okay, well, what, what does that mean though? Like what? Yeah, I, I could be earning six times more in dark label, but what would dark label have to have to look like? Or, you know, what is the yep. art of, of getting to that six times what we're earning? How fast do we want to do that? If we did it that fast, what yeah. would that look like? So I think there's just like more, you know, there, there's more than just like you should X. Um, exactly. Man, and maybe it comes off as trustworthy. I'm glad it I'm glad it does. Some of it is I just don't have the answer yet until I work until we work with somebody and bring them in. And obviously, you know, there's other people involved in in dark sure. label that that help and advise. And I lean on them a lot for certain things. Um, but, I, but I'm sure that you've worked with people who were in position X and now they're in position Y. So it's it's like it's not like it's you're going completely blind, you know? No, I no, think that's for sure. You can base it off. I mean, I think the benefit is uh, having a lot of data over many years with a lot of different people, you know, exactly. Um, and even some of the like other companies were involved in that do like a slightly different thing, but like kind of similar market. I see data from, from them and how, how those, you know, people think and act and behave and what they achieve in certain timeframes. And, 
what gets in the way. And uh, yeah, you start just kind of seeing patterns and stuff like that. And, and you can make some guidance. You can lay out, you can give some guidance, lay out how to get there. But again, I've had some folks that on paper, it was just like incredible, right? I'm like, oh, if we did X, Y, Z, we'll definitely get this. Like based on data should be good. Then we come in and when we actually start working, you know, yep. some big hurdle comes up and that's maybe a mental thing or something or something happens in their life that radically changes the situation now, right? Like, oh, I had to move or this thing happened or I'm going through a divorce or, you know, it's, it's <laughs> being able to roll with those punches. It's like, well, that kind of changes what we originally had. And that happens with artist projects yep. too. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like I think I'd rather it, uh, you know, for us, it's, it's, we, we want our clients to stick around for a long time so that we could be a, a part of their, of their career for a long time. Um, yep. so I'd, I'd rather, you know, kind of under, I don't know if underselling is the right word, but like, be real with, you know, because it's not like I'm selling them and don't have to sell them something and then never talk to them again. You know what I mean? It's a pretty intimate <laughs> relationship. So 100%. <laughs> to be honest, that's, that's how I kind of learn in general. I'm not very good at just watching and digesting information. Uh, I'm much better at talking to someone and it could also be people in the community. Just, I need to be able to talk to be able to talk to someone about things. So that's that's also another reason why, like, oh, yeah. if it was just a video course, I'd, you know, I would watch it and then not really know what I'm doing. And there's been a lot of times where I've read some things and then after I've had a conversation with you or with someone else in the community, I was like, oh, okay, I think I know. Now I get it. <laughs> Before, like, you know, it needs something to cement it, basically, cement information. You can't just go off of reading and, and you know, gather information. It, you, it'll get you somewhere, but not far, sure. you know. Yeah, it plants the seeds. It, it's there for reference, but yep. yeah, in context, you know. Um, and yeah, I think you made an important point. The talking to other folks in the community about it. There's a yep. lot of people in there that are way better at their particular thing than I am at their thing, you know. Hmm. And people iterate and they come up with their own ways and like, you know, um, that that is the most important part to me. I know most people when they come as oh I just want to talk to Dan or I just want to talk to Aaron or what it's like yeah no you will we will of course but like I'm not just throwing all this other stuff in there for no reason it takes more work why would I throw it in for more reason if I did for no reason if I didn't have to right it's there for a reason and it's because of the quick you know so and so figures out this new way to do it and then tells other guy and then now that's like a new thing and the learning just happens at a much rapid you know much more rapid pace and then if we need some intimate time to chat, do something like great we're there for that. even just reading through the comments you know yeah. just watching people's conversations i'm like oh that's quite interesting <laughs> and just staying plugged or, in you know like or even things like that are very very new like ai for example there's oh yeah some discussions yeah. around that and i've learned so much from people in the community because someone just went in and did some research again came back and told us all it's like great you know so yeah, the exactly. There's going to be people that are super into like certain things, you know, like yep. um, I think there was a conversation going around like virtual assistants and like one about like, hey, if I have a commercial studio, like what should I do with it to also monetize it? You know, um, hmm. but a good one for for you to speak on. But uh, yeah, it's like one guy like I don't care who it is. I know there's a lot of awesome business coaches and consultants or whatever you want to call us out there, managers out there. Um, 
it's great. And hopefully that they could probably all admit this well as well as like, there's never, mm-hmm. never going to be like one person that just knows everything is the end all be all like thing. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely rely on the community to, to iterate and come up with new things and then, you know, keep it going. So I think it's awesome. What yeah, yeah, um, wrap with this, what advice would you give to a producer who was not necessarily a beginner, but like was in your situation, you know, overworked, underpaid, as you described it, what have been yeah. the biggest, and not just, you know, join dark light, well, like some, some <laughs> advice you would give them. I think the most important part is investing time and resources by resources. I mean, money, you just have to invest to be able to grow and change things. That's definitely the number one thing I'd say, you know, if you're stuck just doing the same thing over and over again, you will have to find some ways of investing in yourself. And that's the thing that, you know, we've done. And and that's the only thing that's kind of allowed me to grow and to be where I am right now. Um, that's probably the biggest and i would like being in london i hang around with a lot of producers all the time and i'd say that's the number one thing that i see that producers don't really do is just invest time and money to their own in their own businesses and and productions you know um i'd say also don't be afraid to completely rip everything apart like i did (laughs) um it was scary and it's hard but it's really really worth it um you know i guess if you're stuck in a situation probably it's what you're doing that's kind of making you be there and just by changing what you're doing it's that's kind of what will get you where you want to be um another thing i want to say is like i think the mindset is really important and believing yourself is really really important and just having that mindset to say look clearly i know what i'm doing you know i've i'm confident in what i'm doing i'm happy to help clients and I feel like I can bring in value I feel like that confidence is so so important um and being a producer means that you're a musician which means that you're creative which means that you're constantly doubting yourself which is fine and we're all we all go through that but I feel like when I'm in a room with an artist you know if I'm happy and confident and like being like look this is going to be great we're going to make a banger that's probably the the biggest selling point really and like the reason why people will choose to work with you just for that, you know? So definitely, definitely believe in yourself hundred percent uh, and make that mind shift, uh, mindset change. Sorry. For sure. So boiling that down to <laughs> don't, if you're, if you're kind of stuck in a situation, take some time out. Yeah, it's probably not going to change if you're just doing the same, you know. It's probably not going to just magically, you know, change. Um, exactly. Take the time out uh, to go back and be like, what is it exactly that's not allowing me to change? Kind of trying to understand what it, what they are and, and having the confidence to do that. And I like the thing about the mindset, like, of course, believing in yourself and all that kind of stuff. And then I think also at the same time, you can you don't have to believe that you have to solve all your problems and we were we were talking about that one of the group the last group session on saturday because Mm -hmm. there were some high achievers in there they get very guilty if they don't like get everything off their task list or whatever we were talking about different sort of ways to to do things 
And I asked them, I was like, do y'all think I'm a high achiever? Like who here would describe me as a high achiever? And pretty much everyone raised their hand. I was like, all of you are wrong. <laughs> I'm not a high achiever. Like I'm, I'm not the kind of like one of the traits of that is not always, but one of the traits is like a lot of pride and they want to figure everything out themselves. Like, honestly, I'm not a high achiever. My default is just sitting back on that couch and hanging out. You know what I mean? I, Amen. I feel guilty <laughs> if I don't get everything done that day. What I am good at is I don't have to solve all the problems and know everything. So I asked for help very easily. I've always done that since I was like a teenager. And yep. uh, that was just my little strategy for, for growth. So I think that a lot of good producers, and many of them are high, high achiever personality types. And it's okay if you're not. Yep. Um, but a lot of them are, so there's a lot of pride with that. And it's like, well, yeah. I got to solve the problem myself and, and cause I do believe in myself. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's all right. But that's why I feel like if you are part of a community, I think it's a bit easier, not easier, but at least you're like, well, now I can, you know, maybe reading some comments and reading what people say. I think, I feel like you definitely feel a bit more, uh, enticed to ask for help. For sure. Oh, yeah. You're so, so hard to ask for help. And I'm the, exactly the same thing. If there's a problem, I'm just going to go do it. And I guess joining Dark Label was the first step of being like, clearly, I need some help. And then I feel like joining the community and seeing people, what they post and the things that they say, I feel like, okay, it seems a bit more natural to be like, hey, guys, by the way, seems like the thing that we talked about last really helped us all. So I'm probably going to ask this now. And, and uh, yeah, once you get into the, I feel like, the hardest ask for help is the first one or two or three. So I would definitely like my biggest, another advice would definitely be to push yourself to ask people when, when there's an issue. And then I feel like it becomes a bit more natural, especially as you get to know people in the community as well. And it feels a bit more like you're not really uh, being, uh, you know, you're not this doing a disservice to people by asking a question for sure. Yeah. Like when someone else comes up with something and they share it with you, that's the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Tali, you're like, okay, great. Now I have this tool. I didn't have to do any work to to get it. It was just because I was here. You know, that's, exactly. that's amazing. I mean, I feel like producers in other aspects, like in production, you do that, right? Like yep. you're having you stuff with other people <laughs> and some dude ahead of you like shows you what he does. And you're like, oh man, that just saved me a lot of time. But then when it comes to business stuff, everybody wants to just shut up and not talk about it because that's doing, you know, <laughs> money. Yeah, there's a little bit of a taboo. Stuff. There's a little bit of a taboo here in the UK, for sure. I'm not sure about the US, but in the UK, people don't love to talk about their income or their business side because, you know, it's the business. But it's important. It's really important to share, for sure, 100%. I think in the music industry here, it's very similar. Mm. Other industries and maybe a little less taboo in america to talk about it but no i i would say most of what from what i've seen from again from the data is that you know same same uh kind of complaints around that whether they're in the uk or here as far as yep. what guys talk about with each other and you know being open about it so yeah dude 100%. thanks so much for uh having this conversation you're welcome man thank you for having me